Welcome to this Kingdom Faith Yorkshire podcast from the August family holiday. This talk is by Kath Blacklock. Thank you, Claire. Oh, lovely to see friends. I really want this to be a, something I do with friends. And Brian and I have experienced so much grace from you as a church that we do feel a very strong bond and friendship, so thank you for that. Is grace unmerited favour? You've shown us grace. And um, when Paul asked if we came camping, and I said, no, we don't have anything to camp in. And then he said, oh, it doesn't matter, we've got a hotel. I'm blessing you here, Paul. And then he said, uh, and I'd like you to do a breakout session when you go. <laughs> so um, this is it. This is what I'm talking about today. And it's, it's in early days. So in a way, it would be really helpful if we see how it goes um, with you as a community of believers. Um, just a little background. I don't know about you, but when I've met up with people, usually a Christian friend, you have your coffee and then you talk about your family and you talk about what you've seen on telly and you talk. And I had a friend, we could talk for hours and then I'd oh gosh we better pray because we haven't really included the Lord much in this conversation Lord bless our conversation I don't know if you've had that but that's what you, oh, that's what you get with me and um, so it was a bit frustrating really to think how do you spend time with a friend or a, a new believer or somebody who's asked to meet up with you in a way that you have a framework so um, there's a little bit at the front of the book in the preface that talks about the background and um, a friend of mine, Betty, was in Nottingham and I used to meet up with her. We'd have a great time. Anyway, one weekend, our, uh, her husband, Ron, who led the Navigator Ministry, said, oh, we'd like you two to go and meet this couple from Australia. Well, I... And um, you know how you have these things, they're called divine appointments these days, but that one evening with that couple, changed our Christian walk. That's how big this is, actually, for me. So uh, Jack and May uh, came, and uh, they had a very definite amount of time that they wanted to spend with us. And I can't do an Aussie accent, but this guy was brilliant. He's like, Brian, how's your quiet time? <laughs> and he went, oh, well, I do this, this, and this. And he went, nah. So they went through, really, what they called the basics of the Christian life. And we had a great evening with them, didn't we? And they left. And then I realised that May had left with Betty um, the notes that she had on the things she'd got through with us. So we had the whole idea of meeting with somebody. You don't take it for granted that they might even know that they're Christians or they think they're Christians and actually you think, well, just because you went to church all your life, you know, it might be a bit more than that. So taking nothing for granted was really important. And then having a framework, a structure, so we'd begin with what we called then assurance of salvation. Uh, in the booklet, they've called it Encounter Choice. And it's very important to use this booklet rather like you would use a car. You don't just say to somebody, here's the manual, here are the keys, 
enjoy the car. Tad dangerous and not fair. And so the purpose of this is a vehicle. So for example, you might begin with somebody's, yes, I've been a Christian 15 years and I've always gone to such and such church. And would you like to meet up and do this? Yes. You start doing it and then this person says, um, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? You, you talk to Jesus or you have a, what, what's that about? So there's your clue as to what to do with that person. You're going to get them to a place where they've either come to ask Jesus into their lives, which has happened, or I had a girl in Loughborough for a year. We spent literally meeting up for a year on getting her to a place of assurance. I thought she was a Christian. She wasn't sure, and it took a year. And she knocked on our door. What? I opened it, it was Tina, and she said, I know I'm saved. No. <laughs> so then we could do other things, but we stick with where people are at. The other thing this book little talk about is getting into the scriptures. That's great until somebody says, well, do you believe it all? I don't believe it. I don't think the Bible's true. Often by people who've never read it. But again, you stop at that point and you work through what is a, a basic need for a disciple to understand that Jesus wanted his disciples to know the truth. And so on and so forth. So um, you could meet up with uh, a, a person who's just come to faith and start with this. Or in my case, a couple of weeks ago, no, it's three weeks ago, I thought I need to go through this booklet myself. So I did it with Brian. Got saved. <laughs> that was lovely. No, but it was really interesting to do it with somebody who's been a Christian for over 40 years and um, we looked at that first chapter uh, the reference is Hebrews 11.6 without faith it is impossible to please God and we had a great conversation about the fact that Brian had been an atheist I'd been raised Catholic so God had always been in my world and I couldn't imagine how he could think up until the age of 20, that there was no God. So we had a really good conversation, didn't we? 46 years later. And it's been helpful for me to go through it with Brian. And so it doesn't, I mean, it's designed for young believers or when you first become a Christian, but actually, based on our experience, if you want to meet with a friend and get into how to move on in your faith. You could do it quite easily if somebody's never memorised scripture. You've got scripture in here that hopefully would really help in your walk with God. And you don't have to choose the ones they tell you. Take it from me. There are some great verses. And if one here doesn't take your fancy and you've got one that's like a really important verse for you, use the one you like. It's much easier to learn it that way. And also on the point of memorising scripture, I had a bit of a word with the lad that was putting it all together uh, because I wanted, I don't know if you know about navigators, but we write verses on little cards 
as modelled by Brian and put in a little pack for use at any time and to be put through the washing machine usually. <laughs> so he said, no, 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 people don't do it like that anymore. I was like, what? He said, it'll be on their phone. So I said to Brian, I'd better work out how to use this. They tell you a couple of apps in here. It took us longer to work the app out than it did to do the first chapter. <laughs> but I got it there and I, I had to repent actually before Dave because it's a really good app. It puts the first letter of the word. It takes words out for you to put in. It's a great learning tool. It's almost like these games you get. So... Yeah, it works. Keep your phones with you and keep them charged and you can memorise scripture. So, yes, there's the, the whole thing is to use this as a vehicle, okay? And just something that happened to me before this booklet was put together, I was still doing uh, the rather in-my-head version, let's call it, uh, when Brian gave a talk at our church and I rather grudgingly went along um, and you were talking about meeting one-on-one -on -one with people, weren't you? It was a very good talk. But frankly, to my horror, a lady I didn't know, because it's a big church in Leicester, came up to me and she seemed very nice, but she said, after Brian's talk, I would really like to meet up. Could I meet up with you? Now... At that point, I'd disengaged with everything in my Christian walk, to be honest. We'd been through um, the most awful time, which many of you know about, when we, we lost our Zoe, my grand, our granddaughter. And I couldn't do anything. You talk about paralysed. So I thought, oh, this is a shame. How do I tell her I don't do this anymore? But she seemed very nice. And I thought, well, if she comes round for a cup of tea... And she's keen to come to my house. I'll explain to her then. So I said, well, can you come to me? And that's always an interesting one. If you ask people to come to you and say, oh, no, I'd rather you, you know, commitment. So, yeah, she lived on the other side of the city, but she came over. And, um, and I said to her, I can show you all this stuff. But in honesty, I'm not doing it. I'm struggling. And she was so lovely. I mean, talk about God bringing the right people along. She was in her 50s. She is in her 50s. And she used to be a nurse. So she knew something of the stuff we'd been through. And she said, I don't mind. I just want to know what I've missed. And the reason was she'd become a Christian as a schoolgirl. Back in the day when teachers could share a bit about their faith, uh, she'd had a Spanish teacher, well she wasn't Spanish, she taught Spanish um, the teacher taught them Spanish and was always going on at them, to quote Kerry, about going to church or getting to know Jesus so to keep the teacher happy go to church then and it just happened to be a church that called people forward to make an, a commitment to Jesus so Kerry came to faith and I don't know exactly the sequence of events but basically she said and then my teacher went off to be a missionary in Peru just as she made this decision so Kerry did her best you know started at Genesis began reading 
doggedly through the scriptures, went to church, volunteered for all sorts of things. And she's a wonderful Christian. But just to get back to the conversation, because this is what blew me out the water. For no reason at all, I said to her, what was your teacher's name? This is over in the West Midlands. I don't know anybody in the West Midlands. And she said, Margaret Saunderson. I said, I have met Margaret Saunderson in Peru. Wow. (laughs) She was our John's supervisor when he was with Latin Link in Lima. And we went to visit John and we met Margaret. And this woman is amazing. I mean, she plants churches like I plant flowers. And it was just when Kerry said that it was Margaret, I thought, actually, I owe it to Margaret and Kerry to fill in the gap a bit. So I said, we'll talk about prayer, but you don't mind if I don't pray. And you can learn the verses and I'll listen to your verses and I'll tell you what I've got here and you can write it down and will that do? And she was like, yes, that'll do. And we've been meeting now for a couple of years, maybe more. And I've realised that Kerry has walked me through a re-engagement with these things that I've been talking to people about for 40 years. So praise God with me for that and thank thank you for Kerry no so so in the middle of me doing that with Kerry my friend Eva who's got her name on the frontier because she did most of the work said can we put all of this into a booklet and I was like I've tried it just becomes a jumbled mess and wonderfully Eva had a dream And she dreamt that I'd come to her with this really big baby. I mean, I'm doing it like this because she did. Really big baby. I said, I don't know what to do with this. And she said, give it to me. And in the dream, I handed it over. And this is what she made of it. This is the baby. (laughs) So a lot of her work has gone into this to make it really good. And so I think the main thing about it is I don't want you to just I don't know about you but I'll pick up a booklet I did it with this I looked through it and I thought that's all right and that was the end of it you've got to use this like I say remember the car thing so if you have this don't just read it do it with somebody like I have done with Brian and the next person I meet with who asks about being a disciple This is what I'll be doing. And it really helps you keep on track with your own walk with God. And then hopefully it'll encourage them in such a way that they know what to do when they meet somebody. So it's not just, honestly, it'd be a bit boring, I thought, just reading it. Sorry, Eva. But it's really good doing it with someone. Everybody's different. So you'll find actually it's, it's going to have things that somebody might need and it'll be in there somewhere. So in that sense, it's passing it on, helping people pass it on. But as I say, it, it really helps in your own walk. Um, keeps your verses sharp, really. If you, 
doing because you're doing it together you know you listen to my verse i listen to yours you get it word perfect you move on to the next verse but there's no sense of this being a program you don't have to complete it in how many chapters are there six weeks or something yeah more than that now anyway you you don't have to you see i don't even know how many chapters um you just track with it with the person and you can it'll give you that framework that sense of this week we'll do this i mean still chat and cover everything else but you know where you're going with it yeah so um i think those were the main points that i wanted to make oh no i mean you you'll be looking at prayer you'll be looking at witnessing sharing your faith with others the last chapter is about being a disciple oh that's another thing that's really helpful this is very very basic it is like what are the minimum things that would help somebody so we're not going to have chapters on fasting church membership um speaking in tongues you know i mean there's so much more but the great thing is if you have these to start with that's where you start building up from those so you begin with what's on prayer here and god will take you on a journey in prayer or a basic bible study that's in here you might be doing it in greek in a few years time but you don't start with those things that are to me quite up there just start where it's at and if you keep faithful to these things i see god working in so many lives and really that's all i've ever done in ministry is meet up with somebody and go through these things that still are very much the basics of the christian life and i look here and the potential is amazing because if each of you met with one person and you did this and it blesses them they know that they're disciples you know you're a disciple and they say i want to do this with my friend look at the multiplication principle here and then you find another friend but you're still meeting with you you know you don't discard people as you go along but the chances of people keeping on doing it are amazing and as i say god took a lot of trouble to get this from australia to nottingham we were in at the time to here now and it's it's because i think he really wants people to know he loves them that's the other thing with this love the person you're doing it with it's not an exercise it's not this is what we have to do because you were in the church to love the person is actually the most important thing and i find that it it just is a a great way of keeping connected with people and i would suggest that because it's one to one one person to one person that ladies do it with ladies and men with men just to be practical i mean as i got older i would do it with some of the lads in the student ministry because i was the same age as their mother and they rather treated me like that but in the main 
some of the things that come up, often it would help in that sense. And actually some quite serious stuff can come in to play. Uh, I did this, well, I did the meeting with somebody to become a Christian. She became a Christian. In the prayer, you talk about forgiveness, being forgiven and forgiving others. And it's quite hard to share this, but I will. She said, she was a student at Leicester, and she said, um, are you telling me I forgive my uncle who raped me when I was 14? And I was like, <laughs> that was too big a topic for me. At that point, I needed help. Unfortunately, I was in a community of older Christians, people who were experienced in counselling. They counselled me on what do I do with this information. Um, more came out, you know, just this poor girl. Now, she, she didn't pursue the counselling. In fact, she walked away entirely from wanting to follow Jesus. It was too big a deal for her. So you will have people who, you know, you can be doing great with this and then something like that comes up. You'll have great stories, but you'll also have heartbreak. And it really is heartbreak when you see somebody who cannot take that on board, whatever God's bringing up. So that's a little bit of a, a warning with it as well. It can be a great tool, but it can just bring out these things that people can feel perhaps nowhere else they have the freedom to share you know we can all be in church together we all hear great sermons but to actually be able to share really deep things is a privilege and that's the wonderful thing about the body each one of you can be that person uh, just out of interest how many of you were at this when we had that anointing a number of you get anointed yes so that's great you see you've been anointed in it here's your little tool to help you you're good to go <laughs> so I think that's as much information as I can think of uh, I don't know if anybody has any questions anything to sort of each chapter follow a particular format and if it does could you talk us through oh yeah right it's a good job I've done it isn't it <laughs> yes um, bless her Eva came up with I don't know if you can see it at the back there's red light there's different coloured lines so in each chapter you will have a bible fact a helpful pointer a caution a choice so the way she's put it together, and it really has been Eva that's done the lion's work of this. You see how there's your red line, that's a fact. God exists. Now bless you if you have somebody who says, no he doesn't. <laughs> that's only page five. <laughs> but that is kind of the starter. The next thing is, he loves you and wants a relationship with you. You were messed up. Saying yes to Jesus means making him centre of your life. That is actually a huge topic. That's lordship of Jesus. That's a biggie. We've only given it <laughs> half a page. Half of half a page. 
So that's pretty much how each chapter is. So they're very short, but that's deliberately so, so that you can get that person, hopefully, to the point where they say, yes, I believe. Hebrews 11.6 is your first verse. He earnestly rewards those who seek. He, yes, he earnestly seek him. He rewards those, yes. Um, so I didn't pick the pictures. <laughs> I find some of them a bit interesting. Um, but this is, yeah, this is how it sort of goes. So if people want to do anything in more detail, you know, there's, there's lots of resources. In fact, they put a few at the back. Other Navigator books. Time Out with God by Brian Blacklock. <laughs> and uh, where's your other one? Oh, no, it's not in here. So what they're trying to do within the Navigators is develop resources that are going to be useful to the body. And they generally thought that there doesn't seem to be that much around that's as easy as this. It's not theology. You know, it's not going to wow people who want to be dead clever. But I think they could go quite deep in it before they... No, yes, Lord. <laughs> Bless you. But promise me, you'll do it with somebody, right? If you just read it and put it on your shelf, we've failed. Really, that's not going to work. And it's too easy, isn't it, to get a booklet, you read through it, and you think, oh, yeah, that's all right, that. <laughs> End of. So this comes out with a prayer. Um, it's owned by the navigators. They put my name on, but it's, uh, I signed the rights away last week. So everything goes to the navigators to develop more books. So as Brian's books sold, we had more money to do it. And so that's the idea of it, um, which is good. Unless it becomes a real big seller and then I'm, I'm missed out. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. No, I think realistically, because the cheap you know it's about like a well the great thing is you buy it for your friend yeah I've always bought the person I meet with I used to give them the scripture memory the, the bible reading plan the first bible study that was kind of part of what I did and I'd say I'll give this to you and then you can pass that on so um, you know um, do you want to say something about trialing it? Could you come and do it with the microphone? Yes. Otherwise it won't be on the recording. I was going to ask you to do that. So, this one, Hannah. Thank you. Joyce and I have had the uh, privilege of trialing this book with a couple of people. Um, I won't tell you who they are. We've been doing it for a number of weeks with them now. We're about sort of halfway through. Right. This is an investment. You're investing in someone's walk with Jesus. And as Kath has been saying, you can go every which way with each time you do it with somebody. Um, it's all about relationship. Yeah. It's about that person's relationship with Jesus. And if you stop and think about that, if you're helping somebody on their walk with Jesus, 
That is a profound thing that you're doing. That's a profound walk. It's not just a case of getting somebody saved. You're making a believer who's going to change the world. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a theoretical exercise either. We're talking about life. And we've all, here in this room, we've all walked through the life pattern that we have. Imagine how many people we can help. You know, as Kath said earlier on, you know, the numbers double up and double up and double up very quickly. Um, it's not onerous. Um, the person I'm doing it with is looking at me. <laughs> so <laughs> that tells you it's a male. <laughs> but really we're finding that that's enabling something to open up. Who knows where it's going to take us? And who knows where it's going to take us when we get to the last page and we've completed it. Then what? I mean, as Kath said, you don't just stop the race and say, oh, bye-bye. No. No, there's other stuff we can then go on to to help people develop their walk with Jesus. I know. That's precious. Because you are making your growing seed Thank you. That helped. Yeah, thank you very much. I use a lot of ebooks, that kind of thing, or a PDF file or anything like that. Oh, you've just taken me way beyond my pay grade there. Our discussion is taking place on it, because the other surgery we just launched half of his materials. But we have the people. The techie guy is brilliant, and he's got. We'll feed that back into the pot. Not, I don't know. I have no idea the but it will happen. Yeah. And if somebody is a bit wary of using a book, if you do this often enough, it'll go in your head. I don't actually have a book when I meet with people now. I know week one we're going to do God Loves You, Get to Know God Personally. Is He Lord of Your Life? Week two, let's have a quiet time together and do it. Don't just talk about having a quiet time. We had a student in Nottingham. She loved her quiet times. This is one of my favourite stories. We were going, She's so amazing. She has a quiet time every day of the week. The rest of us, you know, a bit dodgy on a Sunday. And turned out she was having a sleep. She'd lie on her bed, have a bit of a snooze, and then, you know, reported on what a great quiet time she was having. <laughs> Take nothing for granted. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not how we have a quiet time, is it? So, um, so, yes, doing all of this with people, it encourages your own walk and it encourages them. So I think we're nearly time up there. Thank you so much, Kath. That's amazing. Um, I just want to just say a couple of things about kind of just where we're at we're not anywhere amazing with it yet but just so just to answer one or two questions that were starting to come out there um i love what you said about starting to do when you start to do it, even when you were in a bad place yourself and struggling yourself so that actually says to all of us doesn't it wherever we're at at any given time we've still got something to give we've still got something and actually it can help us do it and i think this is a brilliant tool to actually say to somebody no do it with somebody. See what God does in you as you're helping somebody else. And I also love what you've just said about doing the quiet time 
together and actually doing these things together. Because a disciple is somebody that, or a disciple is somebody that is, the disciple is following what they're doing. You're, you're doing it, mm. aren't you? You're not just teaching, teaching it, but you're doing it. Mm. So it kind of ticks all the boxes. Um, but we've been looking for something for quite a long time and just nothing has seemed to fit for us. So when this has come out and Joyce and Richard started doing it, it's like, yes. And what's amazing is, is the name of it because encounter is the thing God keeps speaking to us about. We're always about encountering God and it's just, it just fits so beautifully. So we're so grateful that you've, that you've done it and uh, everything that's part of it. And the way that you've explained it, I think for me that's been really helpful. I don't know about the rest of you, but it's really helped me to understanding the background and understanding it's not just a course and and all of that but we need to reiterate that as we go so we are thinking about how we're going to do it rich and joyce have been piloting it for us we have already ordered quite a large number in faith that we are going to be doing it um how we operate that cost wise we haven't decided yet but more than likely we will be doing them a very very minimal cost if at all so but we haven't made those decisions yet so don't worry about though that side of it we're talking about that and we're going to talk about how we're going to do it but if you want to be involved in in using this can you talk to us talk to brian and shona about it talk to me about it um talk to one of the senior leads about it just so we can start to get an idea of who wants to do it so that we can start to link people up so we can start to make this start to work for us it will it will become organic eventually we just have to kickstart it but once we've kickstarted it it will just happen because as Kath was saying you'll disciple somebody and they'll go that was amazing and you'll go here's a book go here's two books go and find or another book for someone else go find somebody else disciple and it will just happen uh, so we are looking at how to do that but come and talk to us we want to be able to involve as many people as possible. Um, yeah, I think that was most of what I was, I was picking up, really. So we can't wait for you to be in Scarborough. And but until you are with us, we will start running with this and we will yeah. see what God starts to do. So thank you, Kat. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith and for our other audio and video podcasts, please visit kingdomfaith.com forward slash Yorkshire.